this is Leslie, clinic manager at our specialty group, and I'm going to interview Dr. Desiree Brinkley today and just talk to her a little bit about how she got into optometry. So, Dr. Brinkley, how did you get into optometry? So, my story is maybe a little unique, I guess. Um, I actually was going to be an architect. Um, so, when I started my undergraduate career, I was in a lot of art classes and a lot of math classes. And then I did an internship one year with um, a firm, and I discovered that I hated it. So I needed a new career path. Uh, a friend of mine actually, uh, he recommended that I be an eye doctor because he um, had been dating a girl that was going to optometry school. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. So I did, um, I shadowed my childhood optometrist for a couple weeks. Turns out he was right. I uh, thought it would be a pretty good career for a woman um, where I could have flexible hours if I ever wanted to have a family or um, things of that sort. So I completely changed my mind and my major, which put me a year behind in getting my undergraduate uh, degree. But um, that was back in maybe 2006 when I changed my mind and then here I am today. <laughs> so what optometry school did you attend and how did you choose that school? So I attended school in um, San Antonio so my school was it, it has a long name it's called the University of the Incarnate Word Rosenberg School of Optometry. Uh, part of the allure of that school is that it's the only faith-based um, optometry school in the country. Um, it is a Catholic school. While I'm not Catholic, I like the idea that it is a, it has a faith-based culture. Um, our school actually had a room in the school that was called the Interfaith Room, where people of all faiths could go in that room to either meditate or pray or just spend some alone time. Um, so that that is something that was very important to me when electing a school. How many optometry schools are there in the United States? You know, when I graduated, there were there were 23 mm -hmm. schools. Um, I think since then, there has been one that's opened up in Kentucky. And I think that there is going to be another one that is opening up in Illinois. So Illinois already has one, but mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that there's going to be another one. Um, so that would bring it up to about 25 that's so including the U.S., uh, the U.S., Puerto Rico, and Canada. That's so there aren't a lot. So just to be accepted is probably pretty tough. It's Yes. Uh, the application process is uh, very uh, grueling. Mm -hmm. um, when I applied to optometry school, my year there were 850 applicants, mm -hmm. and in my class size there was only 68 seats. Wow. Wow. So, so it's very competitive. Um, it's extremely competitive. Yes. What did you end up getting your undergraduate in? So my undergraduate degree ended up being in um, biology mm -hmm. with a minor in chemistry mm -hmm. and in Spanish. So, so you're was, pretty good in math. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was pretty good in math. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, but mm -hmm. um, the thing I don't think a lot of people realize, if you want to go to optometry school, you don't have to have mm -hmm. a bachelor's degree in a science. You just have to meet all the prerequisites. Interesting. So, um, a lot of my close friends in optometry school, they did not have a bachelor's degree in a 
either in biology mm-hmm. or chemistry. Um, my best friend from optometry school, she was actually a foreign language major. So um, that I think that's kind of a um, what people think you have to be pre-med. Mm-hmm. You don't actually have to be pre-med. So how long is the program so, once you are accepted? And then can you do residencies or fellowships mm-hmm. as part of optometry? So, um, optometry school is a four-year program where the... The first two years, at least in my school, were um, solely classroom. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, learning everything. You, you do have labs, um, and then your third year is when you do a lot of your is your clinical experience mm-hmm. with still some classroom activities. And then your fourth year is when you do um, externship rotations. Um, you can do a residency after you complete optometry. You do not have to do a residency, but if you want to specialize in a certain field of optometry, whether that be ocular disease, uh, refractive surgery, contact lenses, pediatrics, mm-hmm. um, if you want to specialize, then yes, you can go and um, complete a residency, and it's a year program after that. Okay. They do have some fellowship programs, too. Those are a little bit uh, more rare. Um, fellowship programs, I believe, are two years. But when I think when you do a fellowship program, you actually get another degree at the same time. Wow. Uh, I'm not as familiar with the fellowship programs, but um, they're, they're a little bit longer, I believe. And so did you know that once you, you know, got your, your education in optometry, did you know you wanted to come back to this area to practice? Or did you consider maybe being recruited to go to a larger metropolitan city? Oddly enough, um, when I was in optometry school, I was actually going to be a pediatric behavioral optometrist. Wow. Up until I did my clinic rotation um, here in Memphis with Dr. Shanzer's mm-hmm. practice, um, it completely changed my whole career path. So I changed my whole plan, my whole life, my whole way of thinking, and ended up doing my residency in ocular disease and mm-hmm. refractive surgery. And um, then Dr. Shanzer asked me to stay mm-hmm. with her. Um, so yeah, uh, your clinical externships are extremely important mm-hmm. um, because like in my case, I felt like I struggled in ocular disease as a student so I wanted to pick a site that was going to make me better Mm -hmm. and it made me better and completely changed my my whole life kind of became your passion I would think absolutely Mm -hmm. and now you work with Leslie your your clinic manager in the dry eye clinic so just the two of y'all could touch base on the benefits of us now having which we're super excited about a clinic to treat dry eye patients yeah, so Leslie is my my right hand. I can't do anything without Leslie. Leslie has helped me build the, the dry eye clinic literally from the ground up. Um, it is very exciting because we do live in a part of the country that we have a lot of people that suffer from dry eye. Just because we, we live in an area where there is a lot of allergy, we live in an area where um, patients have glaucoma and mm-hmm. when they're on mm-hmm. a lot of glaucoma medications that's going to cause dry eye we live in an area where people have a lot of systemic health conditions mm-hmm. that we have a lot of diabetes and mm-hmm. hypertension and mm-hmm. those medications can cause dry eyes so it was definitely something that was needed mm-hmm. and um, Leslie and I took it upon ourselves to build this clinic and spearhead it and start it and I think it's going to be great and I'm very excited just from the tech side from 
being in the room with the doctors mm-hmm. for the last 12 years, like every single patient, it would see the last diagnosis was dry eye, mm-hmm. use artificial tears, dry mm-hmm. eye, use artificial tears. So now that we've actually opened up this clinic and we're seeing like everybody almost suffers from dry eyes. So having a clinic that specializes in that and it's not just mm-hmm. one of those annoyances to another right. doctor is really exciting that we can actually tune in on that one annoying little dry eye that is annoying another doctor but that's the one thing that we do want to focus on so a lot of patients that are seeing glaucoma specialists and retina specialists and all this that dry eye kind of just stays there and no one's really touching it because there's stuff that's more important at the time so i'm really happy that now those patients that have been dealing with that now they have somewhere to come where that's all we want to focus on is that dry eye and everybody works off their blue screens whether it's their phones or their tablets, computers, so that just, I would think, contributes to more and more. And younger patients are starting to complain about it. And if somebody wanted to call and book an appointment with you, Leslie, how would they do that? Um, If you just call the main number, 901-685-2200, um, just tell them you want to schedule a dry eye evaluation, and I've done a good job communicating with all of my switchboards, so they'll know where to put mm-hmm. you. Um, that's not only done at the main office. Dr. Brinkley goes to the Carrierville office and the Airways office, and um, they can schedule at those locations as well to be evaluated. Thank you, and they can probably find out more information on our website at yes, www.ispecialtygroup.com. Thank you, Leslie and Dr. Brinkley. Thank, Thank you. you.